Are you sitting there waiting for the government to do something for you? Are you crossing yourself? Are you wearing medallions that are religious? When the disasters come, you'll find out. We all find out, really, what we're made of when cancer strikes, or when the missile falls next door and the windows blow out of our houses. Then we find out what we're really made of. I've had people sit in my meetings, read my writings and books, and hear my podcast for years. We'll see what happens when the problem strikes. For it will strike each of us. We will be tested. I look upon this present time as a time for preparation. To cause the inside of us to be solid enough that we're real, not just playing at church, but we're real. And nothing can touch us when we're real. It comes to us, but we just know we will overcome through God, through the real God. Not through wearing towels on our head or doing dumb things. I've watched many World War II movies where just before they go into the battle, some kind of priest stands up there and talks to them and they cross themselves and get on their knees. When the enemy starts shooting bullets at you, that makes it real then we'll really know. I started sharing Old Testament things with you because they're so strong, so strong. There's so much strength there in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy is filled with exhorting the people to worship God, the real God to tear down false gods, that there's only one thing, God. You find out when you're diagnosed with cancer or when you see your husband fall down on the floor with a stroke, you find out how real your religion is. And if there's some holes in it, You want to use this time right now to fill in those holes. I hope you listened to yesterday's podcast. For it tells three things that must happen when the disaster hits. I look at the pictures on TV of those Palestinians sitting there in Gaza on the curb waiting for them to open the gate, waiting for some man to control their fate. And I know they don't have God in them because if they had God in them, they would turn to God. They would wait on God to tell them what to do. They would do it and it would work. 
that's the way it is. God said to Joshua, no man will stand before you. You're going to be in charge. We're considering right now making a change in our life. I'm not waiting for them to tell me the price it will take, the amount of money it will take to make that change. I know what I will spend. It has nothing to do with them. And if what they come up with is similar to what I have in my heart, and if God doesn't stop the deal, I'll probably do it. But I don't wait on them to tell me. I'm of God and God lives in me. And they aren't. Now, am I going to let the world rule over me? Nonsense. There is only God. And in a disaster or a problem, there's only God. Recently, I had a medical problem. I really couldn't get rid of it. It started with a very severe pain in my ear. And I finally decided to go and have my ears cleaned at the university medical facility that we are registered with. I don't have yearly tests. I'm 86 years old. I'll just die when it's time. I have a great physician's assistant who understands me without my having told her. She said, you're not going to do that, are you? And I said, no, I'm not. Well, when this time when I went in there, I had this very sharp pain attack my jaw. Very sharp. I couldn't get rid of it, so I decided to come in and let you clean my ears. She said, well, it could be a heart attack. Or it could be your ear. Do you want to have an EKG? And I said, no. Twice she offered to let me have an EKG. I'm not going that way. I'm not going to play their game. This is my body, my life, and it's going to be controlled by me through God. I don't want to go into their traps. So they began cleaning my ear. One ear was particularly bad, and she tried, and then her assistant, who's awful, tried. And then she said, well, I'm going to schedule you to come back next Tuesday. In the meantime, I want you to get an over-the-counter ear cleaner and put those drops in your ear and soften that wax up. And then when you come back in, I'll get the head nurse to come in. There is wax on the eardrum. And I'll get her to come in and pull the wax off the eardrum. I've never met this head nurse. I know nothing about her. I didn't like this plan. Am I going to do this plan when I don't like it? Or am I going to go along with her because she's the authority? By the time I got home, I told Pam, I said, cancel that 
appointment with that head nurse. I don't like this plan. We'll get the eardrops and put them in my ears, and I'll make some decisions based upon what happens. So we put eardrops in my ears for two days. It said to put them in four days. Two days, I was better. I decided that was enough. I wasn't going to do any more. I'm not going to be ruled by them. It's my body. I'm a Christian. God is in me. If he tells me to do something, I believe I will do it. See, you don't just let a human being control you. What God say to Joshua? It's the same thing that we should live by. Joshua chapter 1. Moses died. God put Joshua in charge. And God said, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Do you feel you're connected to God that way? No man will rule over you. God will rule over you. Between you and God, the decision will be made. They may give us a little information for us to consider. We'll not be ruled by them. They may give us some facts. But we will decide what to do between us and God. Not between us and some doctor or us and some salesman or a government of man. You think that we would sit there for three weeks in Gaza with them shelling us? Nonsense. We would be turned to God constantly, 24 hours a day, until he gave us information on what to do, and it would work. That's the only thing that will work when the problem strikes. The only thing. And basically, he's telling Joshua, don't turn from the word I give you. I will give you the word, don't turn from it. Whatever I tell you, that will work. He's calling it the law of God, but it's really that word that he gives directly to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. On any problem of life, no one will rule over you but me. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. 
I sent a note to the physician attendant when I had the ear problem. And I told her, I said, I canceled the appointment with the head nurse. I'm afraid. I have fear over that. I don't want a stranger touching my eardrum. But I will get the drops and we will administer the eardrops. They called me immediately as soon as they got the email saying, is there anything we can do to help you? Is there anything, what would, is it will, is there anything you would like us to do to help you? Well, we were just baffled, like, what? I think Pam said, no, we're doing fine. We're going to use the eardrops. They're not going to rule over me. I'll just die. I have asked God to help control the pain until I can die. What's going on inside you? Are you playing church? Because it makes you feel good? Or do you really live it? God says, As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. And he'll be with me that way. And he'll be with Pam that way. So what about you? Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people thou shalt for an inheritance divide the land. Because that was the job he was going to have. Be strong and of good courage, for you'll set up this blog. You'll record this blog. You will write. Pam will do the technical work. Be strong in it. Do it and keep doing it. Just do it. You get an earache, you have the right to go to a doctor, but you don't have to follow what they say. You're in charge. Through me, says God. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. The Bible, the word, the things I've told you. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Where did integrity go? It went through compromise. Why can't you find someone today who shows integrity in the government? Why can't you find someone today that you can respect? Compromise. If you compromise anything, you chip away at your integrity with God. You follow God. There's no counsel against God. When he tells you something, you don't run to neighbors and say, what do you think? You do it. Proverbs 21, verse 30. There's no counsel against God. You get before God, you ask him what to do, you sit still, 
and you keep pleading for him to show you, and you sit still and you don't do anything until he tells you and leads you. And then you attack. You attack the problem. And you will win. I've never seen it fail. You will overcome through God. And that's the only thing strong enough to cause you to overcome. But you have to have it in you. You have to have over and over and over living with God, calling on God, hearing God, and doing what he says. You have to build a solid foundation inside you. For at any point, the problem can come. Are you ready? Are you ready for cancer? Are you ready for missiles to strike in the United States? Are you ready for the government to give all of our money away like they have done and everything collapse financially? Are you ready? You are if you know how to call on God and follow him. And that's the only thing that'll work. Nothing else will work. But you build it day by day, second by second, by doing it. The reason I like the Old Testament so well is it's so strong. The Lord God hath given you rest. Absolutely. He spoken to me. You'll never see this house in Texas again. Okay, fine. It's over. So I put the house up for sale. One of our own church members said, I don't see how you can do this. And I said, but I've heard from God. You'll never see this house again. I was lying on the floor in my house where I had fallen with a broken hip, broken, uh, well, not just broken wrist. It was totally bent back, totally dislocated and had to be totally rebuilt. And I'm lying there. No one in the house. I couldn't get to the phone for help to call an ambulance. No one was due in my house for one week. I'm talking to God. I'm going to die on that floor if I don't get help. And I'm saying I can't crawl to the phone. The pain's too bad. In a few minutes, I heard from God, you can do this. That changed everything. That was the word I needed in order to save my life. And it came from God. He's the only answer. He's the only thing. He is the only thing that will work. And unless you do that and learn that and have it in you and live by it, you just won't make it. We're going to try to do some things to help you. 
in these podcasts. But I just don't think you're doing them. Use that Israel thing as an example. What if you were there? What if you were one of those people sitting there on that curb? What if you were one of them? Because the only thing that will work is having that connection with God, having that faith that he will answer you, knowing to wait until you hear what to do and do it. And don't trust any human. They're flesh and blood. If a bomb falls on them, they'll be blown up, just like you will be. God won't be destroyed. You have to have that level of faith. I used to attend a church called Word of Faith. Our teacher said, Joan's different from us. We talk about faith, but she lives it. And that was true. You hear a word from God, you see that scripture, and you do it. Make yourself of no reputation, Philippians 2. Don't worry about the level of car you drive or worry about your clothing or worry about all these things the world does. And try to exalt yourself. Make yourself of no reputation. Have you ever done that? I have. I deliberately did that for several weeks. My cleaning woman came to me one time when I lived in Texas. I drove a 25-year-old car. And she said, Don't you ever feel you have to keep up with the Joneses? And I said, well, what did you say? She said that again. And I thought about it, and I said, no, I don't. Why exalt yourself? Everything worthwhile comes from God. He gave it to you, so you exalt God. He even gave you your mind and your abilities, your talents. He helped you to go to schools to learn some of the technical things that you need to know. But you didn't do it. He did it. He worked it out that way. He gives me word of wisdom, word of knowledge, so I know what to do. He shows me visions, open visions, just like the woman I told about yesterday and the cancer I told about yesterday. Go listen to those podcasts. He does that. Be strong in what? The Lord and the power of his might. He's the one who tells us what to do and we do it. It's so simple. And we enter into his rest because we're just waiting to hear what to do and we do it. 
And that is the key to everything. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.